That's the sword. The sword of evil's bane. Those are new sword. The sword of legends. That's the sword of resurrection. The sword that seals the darkness. The sacred sword. The... You get it. It's had lots of names throughout the years. But today, I'll be solving a question that's scrambled the brains of Zelda fans for quite some time now. How the Master Sword moves around throughout the timeline. Master Sword has changed its location from the Temple of Time to the Sacred Grove and even in Hyrule's castle. Master Sword is forged in Skyward Sword when Link brought the Goddess's Sword to the Three Sacred Flames to empower and physically alter it. At the end of Link's adventure in Skyward Sword, he places the legendary sword in the pedestal of time within the sealed temple to rest there until the goddess's next chosen hero comes to wield it for battle. Flash forward a few hundred years to Ocarina of Time, where that era's chosen hero, Link, again, opens the door to the Temple of Time and pulls the Master Sword from the pedestal so he can use it to slay Ganon. But we know how that ends. Way to go, Link. I would fire him for sleeping on the job if he wasn't the only person who could, you know, kill Ganon. Anyway, after Link defeats Ganon, Zelda returns him to his own timeline, where he returns the Master Sword to its pedestal for it to wait until a new evil threatens Hyrule. This is where things get complicated. The timeline could then split up into three separate time streams. The first one being where Link gets defeated by Ganon, the second being where Link defeats Ganon and goes on to be the child timeline, and the other one where Link defeats Ganon, but it continues in the adult timeline. First, we'll be investigating the child timeline. From there, we travel to the Twilight Era during Twilight Princess, where another Link, starting to see a pattern here, becomes the chosen hero that sets out to defeat Ganon and save Hyrule. Eventually, Link sets out to find the Master Sword, but this time, it's not in the Temple of Time. Instead, it's in the Sacred Grove, a grove that's in deep within Farron Woods. You find the Master Sword, it's in a pedestal inside a ruined structure. During the cutscene you watched before pulling the sword, you get a view of the Master Sword and its background. Now, if you take a look back at the last scene in Skyward Sword before the credits, then you get a clear view of the Master Sword and its background. Now, if you compare these two images, you will see a similarity with both backgrounds. For example, they both have ruins and a lot of trees in the background, and a light source above the Master Sword is shining down on it. This confirms that this ruined temple in Twilight Princess is a sealed temple from Skyward Sword. If you still don't believe me, later on in Twilight Princess, Link is led to the remains of another temple where the interior looked to be built with a big main room that leads into a smaller room, which resembles the interior of the Temple of Time and Ocarina of Time. There's even a pedestal located in the center of a smaller room built upon a platform, just like in Ocarina of Time. This part of the timeline is almost solved. All we need to do is solve how the Temple of Time moves from the castle to the Sacred Grove and how the Mass Sword moves from the Temple of Time to the Sealed Temple. But that's for another episode. Next, we will be looking at those exact things. So, stay tuned and keep theorizing. Hey, have you wondered about the horrors of the PC and Pokeball? That you might be in a small condensed ball with no way out, and forced to fight and be revived over and over again? Well, then we shall all cover the wonders and horrors of the PC and Pokeball. The Pokeball seems to be a small, innocent-looking ball from the outside, but behold, the horrors that it contains. The innocent-looking Pokeball contains a comforting environment. Yeah, I know, all that build up for nothing, but really, it is like the inside. The, the Pokeball mystery has been solved for now, but now I wonder, what is it really like inside of the Pokemon PC? It does seem like a mystery, and like with the manga, it does show someone who seems to be red putting Pokemon inside the PC. And I know when I was watching the anime that there seems to be a PC inside a gym or other areas or something similar to it, which would transfer your Pokemon to switch out for one, which seems to be a teleportation device of some sort, or a conversion to data. But if that's the case, then when you play the flute in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, even though Latios and Latias were in the PC, they still go to, which leads me to believe that they might go into a storage box or a PC in another space somewhere, or even a different dimension. 
I also have a theory about what happens when Pokemon go inside the Pokeball. And I know that Jesse and James got hit by the red beam, the Pokeball, but they appeared to be burnt to a crisp like that cartoon gag of them becoming grand and kind of smuggy or burnt. So that means that they may use extreme heat to convert Pokemon into the energy. Just imagining that makes my brain explode. Well, it's a good thing that there's a Pokemon Center nearby. Using stuff to strike really takes a lot out of me. Not continuing with the theory about the Pokeball that is, is that they use energy to convert Pokemon with the Return Beam, which I believe uses extreme heat converting them into energy, like I just said, and then turning them back to normal, but shrunken down into that comforting environment, like I said. Now, now that I got that headache out of the way, I think we're done here. Well, thank you for listening, folks, and have a good- No! It's not over yet. You can't be done. What do you mean? I covered all I could. Well, I think I did. I, I covered how Pokemon go inside the Pokeball and what it's like in there. What more could there be? I also covered things about the PC, so what's left? Sure, you did cover how Pokemon go inside the Pokeball, and how they would be in the PC, or inside the box. But in battle and going to the Poke Center, how would they be healed inside their ball? I was gonna do that next time, so just be patient! Okay, now as I was saying... Wait... I have another idea for a theory. Can humans go inside the Pokeball? Well, that is a good theory, but I would figure... No. Just because... Well, one, they want to be able to just because of the intense heat of becoming energy, so they will just die on the spot being burned to ash. Also, if you try to catch them despite the old throwing method, that wouldn't work either. As shown in the anime, the Pokeball hit Jesse in the face, which was hysterical, and it didn't try to catch her, which would complete the theory of that a human cannot go inside a Pokeball. But maybe if you had a heat-resistant suit, which may protect them, well, we don't really know. So for right now, I'll just so I don't implode again. Um, that it's not really possible. Also, for right now, I have another theory. Hey, test subject, come here. What? I need you to do a test. A test to try to go inside a Pokeball. Also, we're gonna use this cannon right here to fire the Pokeball to see if fourth would work. All right, just go in front of this target, okay? Okay, sir. Okay, guys. Three, two, one. Fire! Oh gosh, guys, cut the recording! Cut the recording now! Oh gosh! Okay, guys, call the hospital. Alright, sorry, we just needed ambulance for our old test subject here. Well, while we do that, you guys keep on theorizing.